This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the show is about to start. Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Sunday Night Calling with the lad from that Millwall podcast. I'm joined by the man who needs no introduction. He's there every week. We are cracking out these lives. The one and only Stephen. How you doing, fella? You all right? Yeah, really good. Really good, Mickey. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. You recovered from Friday's show. That was a bit hectic. Um, well, was it? <laughs> it was a bit mad, wasn't it? Uh, comments, comments wise, were a bit mad. Oh, so, yeah, um, yeah. I was, yeah. I was going to say we we were we were um, treated by a delightful one nil Gareth Southgate inspired win. Um, yeah. But yeah, all the comments and and everything was great. Obviously, interactions on these have been really really good, and yeah. uh, keep them coming. Darren's in first. Or using a, a secret one. Uh, hello, Melvin. Hello, Gazza. Uh, I'm giving Gazza a couple of couple of um, promos this week, can we? For his um, what to call it, and nick some of his photos and put them on our Instagram as well, and driving people back to your Twitter account as well, Gaz. So uh, hopefully that works. Numbers are going up. Um, where are we? Um, was there no chaps? No chaps report and hold. No, he's in America. He's on holiday, uh, honeymoon. So there is nothing on hold. I'm afraid uh, he had a, a day off. He's um, currently he's currently enjoying the delights of it. Looks like Disneyland, Disney World. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. Um, oh, there we go. No, fuck's sake. My mouse has just finished. Uh, Chris is joining us. Kickoffs in twenty minutes. Uh, good evening, good evening, good evening, uh, everyone. Um, so yeah, hopefully everybody is um, is well, and um, I will need to find some batteries in a minute for my um, my mouse. So uh, yeah, I'll get some. Oh no, there we go. That should be. Oh, I see what's done. So that should be done. Um, it's nice to see 
essay getting a, a goal yesterday then? Yeah, I think there's um, there's a lot of uh, hype about Romain essay around Millwall at the moment. And I think every time he seems to go away with the other, the 18s or the 19s now, he seems to do something that stands out. Um, I saw he, him and Joby Bellingham were reported as the best two players in the Montenegro game. Yeah. Um, and then SA followed it up with a goal in the, in the Wales game. So clearly he's making an impression. I know lots of people have said, you know, we have to take it with a pinch of salt. He's playing against people his own age, but the only player who you're up against, and if he's confident enough to be out on the pitch doing what he's doing and scoring goals, it, it can only, it can only be a good thing. Nice. No, I totally agree with you. For the listeners, anyone that's listening in now and possibly a little bit early, um, I know some people might not have joined us just yet, but for the guys in the chat, January comes around and for argument's sake, Burnley, Liverpool, Brighton are all sniffing around Romain essay. Being realistic and not just saying 150 million because that would be a little bit ridiculous. How much money or money plus a player would you be happy with to accept for Romain SA in January if a bid was to come in? And the same question to you, Mickey. Yeah, no, I think, well, I know there's people looking, and I've heard that Liverpool's looking at around 3 million, so I don't know, um, you know, 3 to 5 million maybe. Um, That's nowhere near enough for me. It's nowhere near enough. I don't think he's worth much more than that in a minute, mate. He's young. That's the problem you've got. Um, depends. If he keeps performing at England, then, um, yeah, maybe it'll go up. But, yeah, it's um, his value definitely possibly isn't through club because he's not getting that much there, is he? He's not no. getting that many games there. So, yeah. Just a quick one before you say something, Stephen. Um, how many of you, because we've got a quiz tonight, um, and obviously, um, it's an it's a new one, and we wanted to do um, an interactive one. And we're obviously going to need to to test a few different um, formats until we get it correct, however, because obviously putting answers in the in the comments are going to be um, will be manic for us. To be fair, um, so if you can just. If you can just reply in the comments of how you watch this show, just easy TV, um, lap or phone, because the interactive we we can put a QR code up or a, a what you call it where you can play it on your phone, and then as we play along, you answer it on your phone, and then we get the we get the um, your scores and all that, and we can see who comes first, um, etc. So, yeah. If you can do um, that, that would be great. Helps us uh, in a little while when we do do the quiz and we pop up the QR code and that in a bit so you can just scan it with your phone. It's fairly straightforward, so you don't need to be... Even if you are a technophobe, you just need to maybe watch on something else. Got to be 8 million, but in instalments, can't see us getting 8 million for him. 5, 6 million, I wouldn't blame him again. Uh, won't get played under right. God, Stephen, sorry, mate. I um, I stopped. No, you. no, it, it it just surprises me that, and I might get slaughtered for this, but I can't see why we can't be asking for more money. Other other 
clubs look at young talent from the championship. They look to, you know, like young English players. And in, there's always English tax. I, I, I just think, I just think that if the club is serious about improving the academy and improving their prospects and becoming a better run club with transfers, with moving everything forward. I'm not saying that we're going to go out and we're going to get £30 million for him, but I think we should, if a club comes in for him, I don't think we should be letting him go for, for anything less. I don't think anything less than 10 personally. I'm not saying, I don't know what Romain Essay is worth. I don't know in terms of, um, you know, experience. Do, do clubs really look at that? Burnley bought um, Manchester United's reserve goalkeeper. He'd never played a game outside of League One and they paid, what, £20 million for him? So, I don't know. I, I think... But think about it realistically. Think about this realistically, right? He plays for Millwall. He doesn't... He's not getting a lot of games. He's doing well for England and he needs games to be able to cement his place in England, right? Mm-hmm. Now, his agent or his family or whatever, realistically, if someone comes in for him at uh, £5 million, he's going to go... That's a chunk of money for the club. More so, you know, plus protect. Say, for instance, say say he's only on, I don't know, say he's on 1,500 quid a week, two grand a week. Premiership club comes in, say Liverpool come in and offer five million and all all of a sudden stick his wages on 20 grand a week. Even 10 grand a week. It's 10 times what he's earning there. And... You know, is he going to get? Is it? I mean, okay, with Liverpool, maybe not, but it, you know, somewhere where he's going to get playtime, it, it's a, it's a. But the club, the club don't have to sell him though. The club get no choice. If he wants to go, he will go. It's not the club. No, 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 no. The club get no choice. All this bullshit of people going, oh well, you know, it's up to the club. No, it's not. It's up to the player. Because if I played for you, and I wanted to leave, and you were being a pain in the ass to do it. Then I'll go, okay, no worries, don't bother me. I can sit on my, do you know what I mean? I, I'm not playing every week, so it don't matter. I'll come on when I do, I'll take the money, and then at the end of it, I'm going for free anyway. I still, well, that may well be the case, but I don't think with SA, I, I think the club are in a strong position where they can they can demand as high a fee as they want, personally. I don't see why, and I don't think the fact that just, you know, you look at, I think Hull sold, was it, Potter, Keenan Hughes Potter, I think. I don't know who it was. They sold him up to, I think they went to West Ham. And they paid like £18 million for him. It only had one good season in the championship and they paid big money for him. So I just think, I think it was just something that I've, I thought about. Obviously, SA is getting a lot of traction. There's a lot of people talking about him now. Um, you know, you score goals when you're away on international duty and, all of, and instantly people start to take notice. And he's being mentioned in the same name as Joby Bellingham, whose name obviously carries a little bit of weight with who he is. So, I, I, and just for just to clarify, I don't think we should be in looking to sell SA whatsoever. We should be looking to develop him, give him more game time, uh, and 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 um, and bring the best out of him. But I can see in January there be being some serious interest. Something else what you were saying. There you go. Yeah, yeah. King Lou's pot. That, that's it. That's what it was. It, it, but what I'm saying is he'd had maybe, what, no more than 50 games. I know that's maybe a lot more than what Romain Essay's had, but he went for about 15 million. So I, I just think that there's going to be serious interest 
and I, I don't think we should um, we should be taking a, a low ball figure personally. Mm. I sound a long crack. You don't want to be a club that has a reputation of standing in the way of young players moving on. What better opportunity comes along either? Um, Disincentivise young players coming to your academy. Hundred percent. That's that's the problem you've got. Um, it, it is, but also, come on, let's face it. How many football clubs? Every football club's got an academy. Every football club's got players that come through that that look good or people snip around. It, it, it. I don't think it would. I don't think it would. We would. You know, I'm not saying we're going to play real hardball and make it really, really difficult for SA to leave if he really wanted to go. I, I just think that um, there's going to be serious interest in January. Thousand percent right won't play in our next right won't play him in our next three games. I'll wait, he'll get ten minutes. Well it's under contract till June the twenty sixth. What next year, Chris? No, June two I think he needs to June, Oh June twenty sixth. Uh good evening, Big E. Hi Big E. Um I think I read that he's the only champ player in that England setup, rest of Prem. Lad speaks volumes for the talent uh, he has, um, but you know he gets a real sniff. That's the, the only the only other one who's non Premier League that's making uh, a name for himself is Joby Bellingham. Obviously, he's at Sunderland, isn't he? Um, they're the only two that that regularly play for that England side that don't play for a Premier League club. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. He just needs more game time. If he gets more game time, then it'll up his England time. But yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a, um, it's a no-win situation, really, is it? Do you know what I mean? He needs, he needs more. Yeah, I think the other thing as well with SA is I agree with Joe Zampa. Is Joe Zampa in the? In the yeah, he, I think Joe said fifteen mil plus a sell-on fee. I think. Oh, there. Yeah. Joe, if you want to come on, uh, I posted the link in our chat, mate. I didn't even know that was you then, mate, with the little cartoon line. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, we'll see. The, the other thing with, um, I think someone commented about SA there, at, uh, talking about how much game time he's going to get. We don't know how serious Duncan Watmore's injury is, and we don't know the extent of Nisbet's current injury. Mm. Um, so... I think SA's game time potentially could we he could, you know looking at what other attacking players are left he could perhaps get a little bit more of a look in, um, but I think it's all very well people asking for him to play and I I'm one I think he should be playing but he needs to be playing in the right position you can't just pick him and shove him out wide. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I totally agree with that. Um, I don't know, mate. It's a hard one, and it is. It's one of those, and you, know, you just—I don't know. Um, right, where are we? There we go. We've done that one. If we do lose players to top clubs, why don't we at least take one of their youngsters plus clash, plus cash, plus sell on? Yeah, that makes sense. I yeah, want to see uh, definitely. Start at least four or five games. Um, yeah, totally. Good evening, Evan. Um, new listener, I think. I've not seen his name in the comments before. Uh, got to shoot off. Have a good show. Traitor is going off to watch the uh, 
the uh, Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions, isn't it? Yeah. Have we sold Ben? Not been on for weeks. Uh, no, Ben is all well and good. He does reply uh, in our group chat, but um, he could be here next week because I'm not here next Friday. So it all depends on who Steve talks into um, doing the live show with him next week. So um, yeah, either Dan or or Ben probably. Or Joe. Oh, Joe, Joe, if you're in the chat, if you're around Friday, join me, please. Um, Selling to a <laughs> premier club, um, then they're loaning back to us for a second. Now, that makes sense. That I could see happening. And I could see us taking it, you know, like, a, you know, three to five million, selling to a club, and then we get um, that. But if he's, not playing, if he's not playing, mm. though, if he's not playing... <laughs> Yeah, now, but maybe they, they, yeah, but they might put a clause on it that you can only have him back if he plays. Well, so maybe you know maybe. that could be there. Uh, here's a question. Then here's a question to the to the chat. Dan Riggs says, "Dan Riggs is um, I know it's Martin Riggs in it from um, Lethal Weapon." Um, he says, "Dan Riggs says, is it just me or does Amaku give anyone else Paul Eiffel ish vibes?" Let us know in the comments. Uh, are you going Preston? Um, I there's think some a of the few, are. yeah. There's a few Ben for those. Yeah, uh, I think that was the guy who asked about that. No, no, I don't think it was Ben. I think Ben's going to Preston. Uh, there's a few people I think trying to sort it out. What's done me in is the 12 30 kickoff, so uh, I'm not sure you'd hope to see him play camel in front of SA and the market. Well, yeah, that's the. That's the that's the issue, isn't it? I mean, realistically, though, so if you take the last game we had and, and the game before, you had Watmore, Fleming and Nisbet as the three kind of attacking players, but two of those are now injured. Yeah. So so do, unless Rowett's going to completely change the system again and try something completely different, he's going to have to potentially... I mean, for me, the the the... the the scenario that makes sense is for, to have Bradshaw and Fleming as a front two and SA just behind. Yeah. I would love Amaku to start. I really, really would. But just on the basis that Bradshaw and Fleming have scored goals in the championship, I think they could, I think as a two up front, kick, take Fleming a little bit out of the limelight because you, you're kind of pushing him further forward and saying, you know, don't worry about the, the creativity side, be on the end of the chances. And I would... I, it, it, if there was ever a scenario and ever a time where the squad's looking a bit thin and we don't have as many attacking players, Romain SA should be playing in a number 10 role next Saturday. And I'd be um, very disappointed if he's not. So you've got, you got the exclusions there. Next Friday will be father and son duo, <laughs> Stephen and Joe. So, um, yeah, uh, Paul Eiffel's better. Yeah, I agree. But it's, um, Amaku is young. Um, and I think they're different players to be fair. Uh, Richard Smith just joining. Hello, Richard. Richard, um, you've not been on for a couple of weeks, have you? I don't think I don't think I've seen you. See just joined. I'm going to Preston, but can't make either Blackburn or Watford. I'm going Watford. Um, all the boys, I think, are going to Watford. We've all got a ticket, so yeah. Um, see the guy around it out brigade has started to resurface on X. I think they just come backwards, they come most days, mate. Um, and I think, it, I mean, 
you know, we discussed this on Friday, didn't we? That you know, do we look at do we look at Millwall games for rose tinted glasses, and also the the fact of if you look at the stats, Rowett is doing better this season than what he's done previous. You know, the other four seasons he's been in charge as such. I know it started grim, and I think to be honest, I think our season was pretty clouded because of how we performed at Blackburn, and I think how we finished the season at Blackburn was already, you're already on a negative thing. You know, yes, it's saved him to a degree that we got the win at, at Middlesbrough, but then following it up with a draw and a loss, that just suddenly brought all the disappointment from the Blackburn game back into into play. And then obviously we went win, and then we've gone draw and loss, and then a win. And I think that's the problem where we are, is that it's just suddenly, if if we go on a bit of a run and get, you know, three or four wins suddenly out out the way and get them on, then I think the route out will still be there, but I think it will be not as um, not as vocal as it is. There's a question um, from Gaza. What is SA's proper position? I don't think anybody really knows. And I think if you were to ask SA... I think he would be the sort that would say anywhere across the front line. Personally, I think he's a number 10. I think he could pl- probably play in Fleming's position should Fleming not play or be sold or dropped or whatever. I really think that's his proper position. I don't think is blessed with natural pace. I don't think he's rapid like Amaku is. But I think technically and being able to take people on in and around the middle of the pitch, I think that's where SA is probably at his best. He's not um, slow, but he's not he's not a pacey winger. There you go. Well, yeah, well, Wall Lyon says the same as you, mate. Um, he's a attacking midfielder like Fleming, and uh, David says SA always seemed to um, play left in the uh, in the under twenty ones, um, and then obviously there we go. Uh, just keep two up front with Macko and Bradders, and then we'll swap Campbell for Savile. Keep the rest from the last game. Uh, would even be tempted to swap Honeyman for Fleming. Bit of a controversial one there, but it might it, it mm. could work. I'm not sure. You're not sure what you're not sure. I'm not sure swapping... on Honeyman for 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 Fleming, just on the basis that I think um, Fleming's. They're desperately trying to get him, get him back to kind of anywhere like near where he was, and I think the only way you're going to do that is by playing him. I don't think dropping him after an international break is the is the best thing. No. There's a quote. There's a comment coming up from Joe. You need that, uh... mate. Even even no, Stephen, even Stephen's dad, mate, ain't that old for you two to be <laughs> brothers, mate. Do you know what I mean? Uh, if he goes to Liverpool, you'll end yep. up. Like Jordan, I've, I've, I yeah. think he's playing for Ebb's Fleet now. Yeah, they they announced the signing of Jordan Ibe on Saturday, and he played in their um, FA Cup tie. And he was, I think, he was sold to Bournemouth for fifteen million pounds. So, just goes to show sometimes when these youngsters um, sort of leave and go to the bigger clubs, it doesn't always quite work out. I think Bobby could be on a on a thingy there, mate. I think it is payback time. To be fair, uh, on the wing, 
playmaker 10, I'd yeah. say. Um, <laughs> right, lads, I'm off to watch Married at First Sight with the Warden. Enjoy the rest of the show, um, everyone. By the way, the Warden, um, if you're watching Joe's Wife, that's who he's calling you. So, um, yeah, uh, maybe give him a give him some itching powder in his pants <laughs> for the week, eh? Uh, no worries, Joe. See you later on, fella. Hopefully, uh, he lasts more than 23 minutes next week. All right, I hope so. I'm stuck. You're on your own. Yeah. Yeah, I'm stuck. <laughs> I agree with Fleming uh, has been a bit of a dead weight, especially in big games. Yeah, he has. Yeah, yeah I, no, I'm not. I think Fleming has got a lot to, to live up to from last year and he does need to improve, certainly. And I, that comment is spot on. But I think there's glimpses that he's. You know, the goal at Plymouth, a couple of, you know, the assist at Plymouth, a couple of little bits and pieces that in his game that he's trying to, tr- like, he's trying to do something. He's trying to find a little bit of a spark. So I think dropping him straight after the international break probably wouldn't be the best thing for, for him. And I don't think Rauer would, would do that now. I was surprised he did it when he did in the Leeds game, let alone doing it now. Get that. Okay. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, yeah, I'm having I'm having palpitations now about this quiz, you know, because it looks as if people are watching thing. But I'm going to pop it up. We will go into the smaller screen, I think. So um, I don't think there's any way of us unless that way. No, it will be that way then, isn't it? No, that way for now. So look, if you do want to play the quiz, you. Um, you can do it on the laptop or you can do it on your phone, but you just need to scan that QR code uh, if you want to do it on your phone. Um, we'll see what sort of numbers we get if we get um, any on there. Um, then we can have a, a look at it. But we're, we're doing the quiz probably in about, what, 20 minutes, Stephen? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, probably about 20 minutes or so. So 20 to 10, we'll look at doing the, uh, the quiz uh, if you want to join in. Um, it is interactive. You do do it on your phone. I don't know if you'll be able to watch YouTube in a in the small screen, as in a picture in picture. You should be able to. Um, so I yeah. don't think that's going to work. That's the only issue. Yeah, it might do. It might do. We'll see. You can't do it because I watch TikTok and YouTube in for you when I'm talking to you boys. So yeah. Um, right, Bobby's got a question. Let's discuss who plays right back next three games. Danny or Puff or Puff Coffee? Coffee. Uh, um, well, on a right back, purely right back, no wing right back. I would, I would go Danny Mac. After the last game, there is no way in hell that Danny Mac tomorrow is going to start on Saturday. He, he, he won't notice that he's gone yet. I did notice actually. <laughs> <laughs> There's, uh, uh, it's unfortunate. It really is unfortunate. But it, that first half, he just looked shot to pieces. And Put in the comments who you pick. It's either Danny or Puff. So Puff Coffee or Danny, who would you, um, who would you pick for your right back for um, what? What's the next game? Preston, isn't it? Yeah, I just, uh, I, I think, I think uh, it's, it's. It's not great to see, but it confident his confidence is shot, and there's no there's no two ways about it. And I just it's so obvious that Rao, 
at half time, Rowett took him off. Norton Cuffey come on. I thought he played quite well. I, not didn't set the world alight, but I thought he was all right. Um, I just think um, Danny's probably set for a little bit of time uh, on the bench after after Saturday. Looks like I'm in my own fan club tonight, mate. It's not. It's not about. It's it, it's not about the anti Danny Mac. It, it, there's a comment that one of the guys posted. Danny needs a, a run at right back. I I I would say he probably does need a run of games. But if his confidence like, is low, he's not going to get it. This is what I said the other day, wasn't it? This is what I said on Friday's show. What need? What what needs to be Richard's thrown in a in a wild card there? Long possibly at right back. Possibly. It, possibly because I think Joe Bryan I'll eat my words I did say I wasn't sure about him um, but the last couple of games Joe Bryan's been absolutely superb take the goal the goal obviously was very good but take the goal out of it I thought he was fantastic see that's a trick on as well isn't it you know I mean Danny was up against uh, that player he was up against was, was fucking mustard. yeah it's Philogene the, the guy they got on loan I think from Aston Villa or they bought from Aston Villa and he was named I, I put it in our chat he was named um, England under 21 player of the match for the, in their last game so he's obviously he was up against a top top quality player I understand that but it, it still does it like the psychological side of things the second goal the header Danny's header that you know, Bart was out of position and it all went wrong. Those kind of things, he, he, it clearly bothers him. And I think it, it's it's going to be difficult for him to be picked after that. But, um, yeah. But yeah. Once, once Danny, Dan says, once Hutch is back, Len Dog at number eight. Possibly. Possibly. JB is solid. They brought him oh. from Villa. Yeah, oh, they did buy. I knew he was from Villa. I didn't know if they bought him or it was alone. But yeah, he's he's very very good, very good player. Um, I agree with what Alex said. You know, realistically, backs to the walls. We need Danny Max defending, and I think I think really they need to give, you know, Danny a good run of games because I think that's one of the problems with the defence that we've been, you know, leaking because they're just not playing the same ones week in week out. There's loads of changes. And you know, but that's down to Rowett. You know, he's his defensive mindedness. He should be able to know how to um, how to do it. So yeah, I just think that if he goes with McNamara, I can only see it getting worse for him. As in Danny, people are going to get on his back because if he's if, if his confidence is, is why do you think why do you think fans have jumped on jumped on Danny so much this season? But I, I've got, I've got a, I've got an answer, or I've got a, a potential reason, maybe. What I, I think, think, I think, and this is just my opinion. I don't think Danny McNamara has come on how he perhaps should have, and how the fans expected him to have. I think when McNamara went out on loan at St Johnston and come back, obviously the issues with Marlon. You know that that was a bit of a problem. That's why McNamara come back to us. But he come in and he was clearly an improvement on Marlon Romeo. He just was. He was defending really well every week. He was, you know, putting in full blooded challenges. He was, you know, you could tell the loan spell had done him the world of good. And I, I think last year, the back end of last year, I think his form did start to tail off, and he didn't have a natural. He didn't have anybody to give him any competition to the 
to the position. And I think he was someone, and uh, again, there's other players that fell into this category as well. There were other players that knew they were going to play. George Long, for example, knew he was going to play last year because Rao had no faith in Bart's knees. So yeah, th- there was certain... all of a sudden. Then all of a sudden, this year he's he, he's suddenly got faith in him because he don't want to play the other youngsters. My my theory is is that which was quite unprecedented to a degree. So do you remember there was when Danny was signing a new contract, and then there was whatever it was. There was loads of rumours going around that there was a clause or someone you know either the club or him wanted a clause. I don't know what it was, but there was all this. To and fro, and then all of a sudden, the club come out with a sl- with a story in the local press about Danny's stalling on the contract, etc., etc., etc. Then all of a sudden, you know, a week or so later, the fans get on his back from that story. Then about a week or so later, all of a sudden, Rowett comes out and says, "Well, until Danny signs, uh, I won't be playing him." And I think from that moment on they then lit the paper for fans to be able to turn because they sort of turn. And I think that's I think that's always unfair from a from a position of someone like the club doing that to a player when they have all the power. They can come out and say whatever they want about the player and put it into the press, but the player can't because obviously a player is contracted to the club and the only way they can do it is by going through the PR and he wouldn't be able to have a um an interview or say something to the press without, you know, without the club suddenly going, no, you can't say that. That won't be going out, thanks. And I think that's where it, where it done. So let me ask you then, that that being said, has Danny McNamara been the same player over the last year or so than he was when he first come back from St Johnston? Uh, has, has Danny McNamara been the same player he was when he first come back off of his loan spell over the last six months, so the three months of this season and the last three months of last year. Has he yeah, been the same last, player? It was last year, it was towards the middle of last year when there was all the all the hoo-ha over the contract, wasn't it? But, yeah, I get that, but he's not been good enough. <laughs> this is... Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Is there, was there, you know, has it broken down between him and, and people at the club over the way that he was thrown to the, you know, he's thrown in front of the bus when we didn't get that with, we didn't get that with Jed and Jed was stalling on his contract. We didn't get that on Jake Cooper when Jake Cooper was stalling on his contract. But both of those two, Jed Wallace was playing his heart out and actually impacting games. That Jake Cooper, again, was pretty good, has been pretty, has been, has been yeah, pretty the, good. Yeah, but, McNamara hasn't. Yeah, but the difference is, is that basically... They wouldn't do what I'm trying to say is they wouldn't do it to Jake Cooper because Jake Cooper they haven't got anyone else to do his position. And when Jed was here, they wouldn't have done it to Jed because again, they've got nothing but they've last... got nothing to be able to do. But Jed, you, you know, realistically, I think if you speak to Jed and listen to the rumors, I mean, Jed wasn't treated that fairly towards the end of it. So, no, I yeah. know, but you say about not, but, but last... again, they're just Danny, rumors. They're Danny Matt. Danny McNamara didn't have any competition in his place last year. You say Jed Wallace didn't have any competition, and Jake Cooper didn't have any competition. Either did Danny. I, I'm not. I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and just say, "Oh, he's terrible." He's this, that, and the other. Because I don't think he's a bad player. I just think he is horrendously out of form and has been for a while. But what I'm saying is, <clears throat> has he become out of form through the fact of there was a breakdown potentially behind the doors, and that 
possibly knocked his confidence at the club for him under a bus. And then also fans starting to get in on him because of the things what were done there. And then going forward where he's not being played in his correct position. And then he's expected to do more than maybe what he's, he can do. And yet no one's... no Rowett hasn't come out and gone... Um, Danny had a bad game tonight because of, you know, I wanted him to play in a different position than what he's, you know, really what he's comfortable in. And you don't get any of that. Do you know what I mean? You no, get but uh, okay. I, I'll ask you one question on the contract situation. Why, from Danny McNamara's side, would his contract, why would contract talk stall? From Danny McNamara's side, not Millwall, why from his side would they stall? But there was a there was a, a speculation that the club wanted to put a clause in there. It depends what that clause was. Depends when it was and whether or not you wanted that clause in there. I mean, if I was coming to work for you and you suddenly turned around and said, I'm going to put a clause in there that you have to work Saturdays. And I said, well, no, I'm Monday to Friday. Then it would it would stall until it gets agreed, doesn't it? Right. It's not necessarily one side or the other. We don't know what side it is. So, I mean, are you saying that the reason the contract stalled is because it was something on Danny's side or something on the club. No, I mean, the club, the club could have either side could have fixed that if if they were both in agreement. There was obviously a disagreement at some point, and the fact of the club coming out and throwing him under a bus, I think, was unprecedented. I think that I I, I don't care who the player is, I don't think that's necessarily the way to do it. I don't know what the situation with the contract is. I'm just saying that there was obviously something from both sides that they couldn't agree on. But um, yeah. And whether it be whatever a clause is, whatever, I don't know. But I just think if Danny, Danny, Danny Mack and his family are Millwall fans, they're all Millwall boys, they, all, they have been for years, fine, get that. Realistically... Mm-hmm. That I think he has had, he has been let off lightly because of that, and I understand that. We all want one of our own to do well, we do, but I just think that it's getting to a point now that there are supporters, much like myself, and I'm sure there's plenty listening, and other people that will listen to the show, and, and people that go to to the games that are looking at it and going, he's just not quite good enough at the moment he's not improved he's not he, he he was improving all the way he went out alone he was improving and improving and improving and he's hit a, he's hit a point where he's just not really getting any better for us to go to the next level it's possibly it it happens to it happens to it, it, every player gets to a point where is this as far as they can go with us i don't know maybe maybe he can improve but i just think that that players, regardless of a contract situation, regardless of who they support or anything, are at the end of the day, 15,000 people were there last week and watched that first half. And I'm pretty sure that 90 to 95% of them would have gone at half time. He's not good enough. He needs to come off. And they're just looking at it with their eyes. Maybe I think there's what to call it. No, there is nothing yet. Uh, I've not heard anything. I am going to take to social media uh, either tonight or tomorrow on on Twitter and uh, and call it out big time. And I will do uh, a camera. Um, well, we'll both do a camera call out later on, uh, and then we will clip that and put that on social media. And then obviously that's when we need 
everyone's help to just retweet it and get it to him um and hope you see it and see what happens um be good if it can happen um if if you know he uh he doesn't want it then um maybe we'll look at someone else maybe tt might be able to get us a team uh and we'll go against them we'll, we'll sort something out with it so yeah um what's his name says yeah the day we signed brian i thought danny max days were numbers as that to me says gary Rowett wants to play with wing backs is danny happy to bench warm and only start a few games when gary Rowett reverts to four at the back i don't know i don't know um Danny Matt looks a stone overweight, to be fair. To be fair, Gazza, I probably I'm about fucking a couple of stone overweight <laughs> as well. So yeah, we had uh, to yeah, do it on I, Friday's show with the sports team. So yeah. I, I don't know. Um I, I don't I'm I'm not sure if he looks overweight. I, as I say, I pure I, it, for me it's purely it's confidence. It's confidence. Oh, I mean, it is confidence. Pieces. I totally agree with you. I think it is confidence. You know, um I I think it's confidence and I think he needs a uh what to call it so yeah um i think he gets a ton of slack for being wool um um puts a performance in uh danny did but he'd be pillared too yeah totally agree with that so yeah um i'll come back to your comment in a minute dan um we're smashing who oh yeah yeah lions tv yeah yeah uh, yeah, maybe. Look, I, I'm a bit biased, so yeah. I, I just, um, I just think there's more, and I don't know. I've not, you know, I've not spoken to anyone about it, but I just think there's more. The way that the club put him out there showed to me that maybe it was something what they wanted, and they weren't getting their way, so they decided to put the pressure on. Um, that's personally, that's my view. It just, you know, in, um, I just. You know, my understanding of how the PR game works and, and bits and pieces around that, I just personally think that maybe they weren't getting what they wanted. So <clears> they <throat> basically used the power of the fan base and bop, off it goes. The, the other thing with that is as well, we're not a club that can afford to muck about with players who and, and muck about with contracts because... At the time, Danny Matt was there was talk he was going to get in the Ireland squad. He was going to, you know, he was clubs were sniffing around him. We couldn't, we can't piss off players in that position because they'll just run their contract down like so many have and go and, and move on. So I don't know. I don't know if if um, it was a bad PR stunt. It was a bad PR stunt, regardless of yeah. what who, who the player is. It doesn't matter who it is, whether it be a Millwall fan, uh, you know. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. 
there's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I know someone who's been at the club for a long time, whatever. But I, I just, it, it, whatever's, whatever's happened, whatever has happened has happened. And unfortunately, for whatever reason, he's just not recovered from it. And unfortunately, the fans are, are starting to, 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 to sort of pick up on that. I hope yeah. he can turn it around. I just don't, I think for a little while, we're going to see Norton Cuffey regardless of the, or as the other guy said, if, if Hutchison comes back and he wants to play Harding as well, then maybe Leonard will go out there. Yeah. Yeah. No, maybe. I'll do it. So, yeah. Thank you very much, Bobby. Uh, you, on our Twitter account, we might be able to post a link up here in a little bit maybe, but on our Twitter account, there is a, um, a post which I'll pin in a minute, but you've got till tomorrow to be able to nominate uh, us for a Football Supporters Association uh, awards, possibly. Uh, I have put that, you know, why not vote for us? TT, Mill Drive Home, and uh, and Atom Mill. See if we can get, you know, three of us in there. Probably won't, but, you know, always brought up. If you don't ask, you don't get it. So, um, yeah. I know you're not necessarily a watcher of it, um, Stephen, but I will go back to there. Um, I said the very same thing to Stephen the other day when the advert came out for it. Um, back of a car, driving. I understand he's probably busy, but, yeah, I felt the same, um, which is a shame because, um, you know, you've got you've to look at – there's no – you know, anyone can just put content out there just for the sake of it, but sometimes you've got to think what you're doing with it, so – yeah, I, I agree with you there, um, Dan. Great to have him and a great coup. Absolutely fantastic coup. But, um, yeah, I felt it was possibly um, a bit last minute maybe or a bit rushed. So, um, yeah. Um, if it's in Cuffy contract to play, he's going to be down on confidence. Absolutely. And we don't know what that is. Maybe we'll reach out to that Arsenal guy who got in touch because he seemed to know a bit, didn't he? Maybe I'll ask mm. him what's what, uh, whether or not he knows or not. Glad it wasn't just me that sensed that. Cheers, Mickey. No, I, 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 I said it to Stephen the other day. I said to Stephen, have a look at this. And Stephen said, I don't watch any of his stuff. So, no. And it was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Um, right, we put this back up and we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Let me let us know in the comments. Um if you have um, managed to log into it, if not, maybe what we do is I'll put it up on the other, on my laptop and just ask the questions and go for it that way. Couldn't we stay? We could just do it that way. Yeah. The, the answering though becomes a little bit tricky, doesn't it? Cause the comments come in and stuff. So um, we'll have to see we'll what we can it, do. So, yeah. If you've, if you've logged in to do the quiz, let me know. Just put, Yes, in the comments, because if you have, then we can we can do it. So, yeah, well, there's two of you. Whee! Are you logged in as well, in Stephen? I am, yeah. On your laptop? Yes. So, there. Yeah, so, you can log on on your laptop. You can log on on your thingy. Oh, I mean, but I think... I'm, I'm recording on my phone. So. Okay. So, yeah. Um, Everyone, everyone's doing it. So, shall we, just, shall we just do the quiz and then we come back? It's about probably going to be about 20 minutes worth. So, um, yeah, bear with me. Looks like, let's have it, shall we? Let's, um, yeah, 
Okay. Are you ready? Off. Early. Let's go. Why aren't you opening? Why is it not opening? Oh, God. Let me come out of there. Stephen, speak for a minute while I just saw something out. Uh, as as you're all aware, guys, this is live and we're uh, testing this, so uh, please bear bear with us. I did see a, co a comment from Glenn Williams who said, why isn't Savile playing ahead of Campbell? He's the only leader in the squad. Uh, as you may know, Glenn, and the other listeners, I'm sure Mickey does, I am the founder member of the George Savile fan club. I think it should be the first name on the team sheet every week. And I cannot give you an answer as to why um, Alan Campbell is playing ahead of George Savile. I agree. I think he is the only leader in the squad. I think he's another player that has come into us from, you know, he's been with us a couple of times now, but he understands what it takes to play for Millwall. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know, um, unless we were discussing the other a couple of weeks ago that maybe Luton have something in his, uh, contract and maybe again, like we were talking about Norton Cuffey, perhaps wanting, um, being put in his contract that he has to play. Maybe Luton have got something to get him, to get Alan Campbell back up to full fitness, but I, I don't know. I would love to see a midfield of, um, Casper. And Sav, I really think it's a it would be a strong midfield for us, but unfortunately, um, Gary Rower is uh, is uh, anti George Savile at the moment. Mm. There's also a quote from Gaz: "Got my pen and paper ready. How do I send you my answers? Asking for a technophobe." <laughs> um. Some right for some unknown reason, this is not. If I go there, and there's a comment there Cuffy's contract, there's nothing about having to play, he's on three and a half K a week, and nothing and not having to play clause again. Unless you are well in the know, I'm not gonna, I don't know. That's that's um, that's not something that I'm aware of. I know Arsenal in the past have previously said when they send players out on loan, they request that they get a certain amount of game time or they play a certain amount of games. So um, who knows? But maybe he doesn't. Maybe that's just us speculating. And and I, I think it was pretty, it's clearly, it was, it was clearly obvious to me why, why Norton Cuppy was brought in for his attacking outlet rather than his um, defensive work as a wing back. So yeah, I, I don't know. Interesting as well, if, if that's right, if he's on three and a half thousand pound a week, I again was under the impression that Arsenal pay their youngsters quite a hefty wage, um, which again is another reason why they they struggle with certain players getting loan moves and things. But if that's true, that's certainly a, a bargain for for us because we won't be paying hardly anything for him then. Yeah, hang on one second. I'm trying to get this sorted. Keep speaking, Stephen. <laughs> um, you put me under pressure now. Um, yeah, uh, look. I think from a from a, a perspective, looking at Preston next week, I think there was someone that had said, um, "I think how we how what do we think or how is it going to go?" Uh, this week will be interesting. I'm fingers crossed that Tom Bradshaw manages 
to um, come through unscathed. So he's back available for us next weekend. Um, as we said earlier, myself and Joe Zampa, we might see if we can get Ben um, get Ben out of uh, his exile and see if we can get him on as well. We'll do a proper in-depth on, on the game, uh, preview of the game next Friday. So we probably won't cover too much of that tonight. But I, I, I certainly would expect, providing we don't have any more injuries that come up, um, then certainly we'll look to uh, we'll look to um, go there and hopefully win, um, and hopefully get SA some some more game time. Um, Carl Bracey, do you think Raul has fallen out with Sav? Yes, I do. That's the only possible reason I I can think of that that why George Sav wasn't playing at the moment. I think Raul has certainly always as well been keen on, um, you know bringing in his players. And I think by bringing in Campbell, um, he's brought him in. He wants to play him. So he's going to play him and that's the end of it. And I think that's certainly come into it. I think, as I say, I think George Savile has possibly knocked on the manager's door and gone, right, I was third in player of the season last year. The fans, not that the fans will influence, well, will have much of an influence on, on who, who Rowett decides to pick. But, the fans clearly want him to play, you know, he's he was a key part to the team last year and he's now not getting game time. So I think he would have been well within his right to ask the question. There could have been a falling out. I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I certainly think um I certainly think there is an issue between the two of them. Um the Daily Mill will Bradshaw no play today in the Wales game. He should be sound. I didn't know that. So I think he got forty five minutes um in the last game that they played. So if he's not played today, that means he should be coming back uh, to us within the next few days because I think that's Wales international game is done. Um, so, yeah, hopefully Bradshaw comes through in um, with no injuries because I don't no, think we can, we can suffer any more. No, I don't either. So let me, I think, I don't know if it's just going to let me do it. Let's have a look. We'll go with that and we should be able to is it gonna let us start it no it's just all it's doing it's giving me fuck's sake it's giving me a new code now oh dear oh, mate it's a nightmare so i can get it on there but the ones where we had where everyone is on, which is that one, isn't it? The session has not started. Start session, it's just nothing in there. Let me. I think I've just kicked you all out, and I. Uh, no, you haven't. Because I'm yeah. still in it. Oh, I don't know. Uh, James Aero Art Sav should have been made captain this season. That possibly would have been um, that possibly would have been a very very good shout. But again, if if there's been a falling out, who who knows? Um, I think Jake Cooper's done a reasonable job in in Hutch's absence. I think Hutchinson, much like I don't think Hutchinson has reached the stage of Alex Pierce just yet, but much like when he was club captain and, and, and someone around the ground, I think Hutchinson could fill that void. 
but I think he'll come back in and, and take the armband. Um, born free, die free, even gents, you've got to give Dan's Teddy interview a watch. What a diamond geezer, Millwall legend. Anyway, I'm going to skip to the start of tonight's show later, so he's going to watch back. Right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do, uh, I'll, um, for some unknown reason, I've got no idea why um, this is not working with you. So we'll have to, I think I have to put all the questions in one here. There's, al- <laughs> There's also a few people saying, I've got my typewriter ready, carry a pigeon launch with my answers. Um, let's just, let's just do some questions. We'll do some questions here. You don't have to, they're, they're none of them are working me, for fuck's sake. This worked earlier, you know, and then we when we go into it, then it, it won't won't work. So that one's been stopped. That one's oh. but it's always the same, isn't it? When you suddenly you want to do it, it yeah. suddenly it don't it works and then all of a sudden it don't work. So um let's go there and I'll go there. Yep, none of them are working. Oh well, we'll um we'll have to <laughs> I will have to figure it out and then come back to you um, later on. Actually, I'll tell you what we do. Alex has just put in, Kahoot is a good platform for quizzes like this. Alex, we did look at Kahoot. However, the the fees to do it were a little bit out of the That Mill podcast price range. So, um, yeah, so if there is anyone listening that wants to sponsor, it's about <laughs> 80 quid to get about 200. But here we go. We do, Stephen, you've done, you done the questions. I'll do those. Listen, what we do is um, answering the answers in the comments. All right. So, your first question. Wait, what am I doing? Do I said, I'm just going to do your quiz because I can't get into mine. So yeah, I will sort it out for next for the next show when I'm back, and right. we we'll go from there. So we we'll just go. Stephen done a quiz. I'll do the first one. You do the second one, then yeah, Stephen. Well, I, I haven't do the got video that, well, I haven't got that. No, no. Oh, I've got them all. I do them all then. All right, just answers in the comment. Then there we go. Okay. We make we make the <laughs> comments in the comments. Okay. Yeah, but how many so, how many questions are you going to ask? Because there's like I'm not all of them. For ages. I'm not all of them. I'm going to do about fifteen. That's it. All right, it's fine. All right. So in which year was I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, first broadcasted? So in what year was I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, first broadcasted? Get your answer in the comments. I feel like I should have like the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire music playing or, um, I don't know, The Wheel or something, I don't know. We can do. Dan Riggs, you're wrong. Richard Lacey is correct. 2002 was it. In Game of Thrones, what is the name of Jon Snow's sword? In Game of Thrones, what is the name of Jon Snow's sword? Also, I'm... I'm of the impression that our our listeners are upstanding citizens and are not googling the answers before they type their messages into the chat. Oh yes, I might. But listen, Richard. <laughs> Richard was the first in with a quick thing. So, uh, and the first one with the correct answer. We will take the first person with the correct answer this time. Yeah, Dan yeah. Riggs. Can you make a note of 
Richie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, oh, well, um, and Dan. Millwall quiz in a minute, mate. Millwall quiz in a sec. Don't panic. It's, the, it's because we've had to make do with some questions. So Millwall one in a minute, all right? Only in Only Fools and Horses, in the episode where the Trotters become millionaires, how much money do they actually sell the famous watch for? In Only Fools and Horses, in the episode where the Trotters become millionaires, how much money do they actually sell the famous watch for? First answer. Oh, Bobby, close. Alex, you're spot on, mate. 6.2 million. Well done. Um, right, next question. We're taking the first person who does it and then we'll put you in a draw for something, okay? What is the name of the first prison that the cons escape from in prison break? What is the name of the first prison that the cons escape from in prison break? And for anybody that hasn't watched Prison Break, that is a fantastic series. Go and watch it. It's amazing. It's about fucking 15 years old now, but yeah. Yeah, but it's amazing. <laughs> so what is the name of the first prison that the cons escape from in prisoner in prison break? There we go. Oh, nearly Gaza. Need a bit more to it, mate. Oh, I think I'd have give that. Oh, what, to give... Gaza or yeah, to Dan Riggs? Well, well, whoever well, Dan Riggs first... has already... Dan, well, they're both exactly the same. Dan Riggs has already been in first. So yeah, but if he... But give it to no, Gaza then. But give if Dan's... We can... Whoever wins the quiz, whoever's first, mm. we can we can do it that way rather than give everyone a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, maybe. But yeah, all right. Whatever then. Give right. Dan a point. Right. Yeah. Question five. Who was the first person to speak in the first episode, the pilot of Friends? I tell you what, we ain't going to get a gig on who wants to be a millionaire or the chase, are we? (laughs) So who was the first person to speak in the first episode, the pilot of Friends? But if if anybody from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire or The Chase are watching, um, I would love to appear on your show. So, um, yeah, please get me on. Deary, mate. <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking thingy one there, isn't it? So, yeah. Right. Oh, we can reopen that. Oh, well, we're not. No, we open that. You can get the comments from, I think, Facebook and everything. The ones that are on YouTube, um, without giving anyone an opportunity, to, if no one's got it right just yet, no one that's commented on YouTube that I can see have got it right in the chat. No. Or Facebook. So, yeah. Right. No one's got it. The answer was Monica. So, here we go. These ones... No Googling. You should be in. Well done, Darren. But it was after I said it, but well done. Right. (laughs) Millwall-related questions, and they are fairly simple because this was going to be round one leading you into the – leading you into it. So um, when was Millwall Football Club founded? When was Millwall Football Club founded? I told you we were we were easing them in. Jesus Christ! There we go. There's an answer. Oh, I don't. You'll know who's first. 
It's Bobby. Okay. Oh, yeah, I think it is. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Bobby. Hang on one sec. One sec. Where are we? Let's see. Uh, no, I was wrong. It was James Darcy. Okay. It popped up beforehand, so yeah. Right. Question two, Mill related. Which manager led Millwall to their first ever promotion to the first division in 1988? It would be much better if we could have actually done the poll because then it would have tripped people up a bit more. But yeah, there we go. Who? What manager led Millwall to their first ever promotion to the first division in 1988? Let's have a look. Uh, James Darcy again, or yeah, James Darcy again, the doc. So, am I right in saying that? So, what I've got here, I've got Richard on one, Richard Lacey on one, Dan Riggs on two, Alex S on one, James Darcy on two. Depending on how many questions you do, are we saying that the person that wins this quiz we're giving one of the tickets to? No, I'm just going to put all the people who win. That's what I said. What we do is everyone who wins, we just put them in a wheel and spin it, and they'll win. Right, okay, so it doesn't matter how many they've got. No, no. Okay, just, fine. Just, fine. just do. So, yeah, so for instance, on there, Joe Darcy's on, and then the second person in would be Lions Raw, so just put Lions Raw in. Right, here we go. Millwall reached the final of the full Members' Cup in 1983. Who did they face in the final? Millwall reached the final of the full Members' Cup in 1983. Who did they face in the final? James Darcy again, mate, Link. It's not spelled correctly, but... Oh, no, Richard. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Christ, hang on. Right, where are we? Alex, Alex S. Right, he's already in there. So, one so put Gazza. Gazza was the second. Uh, Is he already in there? No, 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 no. Okay. I've got six on there at the moment. We've got six yeah. people on there at the moment. All right. Bear with me. I've got to keep the comments there so that I can see him. This is an absolute ball egg, isn't it? Especially now as the fuck is my mouse gone? Oh, it's up there. Downside, we're running two screens. All right. What did Steve Morrison achieve during the 2017-18 season? What did Steve Morrison achieve during the 2017-18 season? Do you know, Stephen? I think so. Uh, James Darcy, nope. Dan Riggs, nope. <laughs> Uh, Nate <laughs> nope. He uh, might Richard, have. Nope. He might have. Uh, yeah, he might have done, but that's not the not the answer what we're looking for. I thought this one would trip people up a bit. Most goals in the season for a Millwall player. Nope. I'll give you ten seconds. Nine, 
eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. That question's done. No, he basically scored the last goal of 2017 and he scored Mill's first goal of 2018. I wouldn't have got that, but I did. I, I, the, the answer I was going to give was he scored the last goal of the year, but I didn't know he scored the first goal of the. No, oh, right. Uh, right. Final, final few questions. <laughs> all right. Because that's it. And these are the only mill ones I've got. Because uh, obviously we've done all the other ones. So, yeah, is that the one? No, where are we? Um, See, they work much better when we can we can have the oh there we go when we could have, if you'd have played them then they were better so yeah um right there we go Millwall founding members of what league in 1894 Millwall were founding members of what league in 1894 Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. James Darcy has got Daily Mill. Put Daily Mill down. He was the second answer. I currently have on my screen, which I can't share with you because of the, the way this works, but I have a random wheel generator with all the names in. So do you want me to yeah, yeah, once yeah, we're done, that, yeah. I'll do the yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Right. We do this one and one last uh two I think two questions left and then that should give us about ten people then, shouldn't it? Uh at the moment we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Okay, so three more questions. Uh, in 1920, Millwall would finally join the National Football League as a foundation member of Division Three. They celebrated their baptism with a 2-0 win over which team from the west of England? Swindon Town, Plymouth Argyle, Bristol Rovers or Bristol City? James Darcy fucking picked his luck there, didn't he? James Darcy, you're you're already in the draw already. And um, right, Richard Land is Richard in there? Uh, Richard Lacey. Yeah. Yes. All right, Darren Swan then has just got in. Okay. Okay. So that'd be that's eight winners, yeah. Yep. Right. Mills. Right. Let's do, yeah, that one. Right. Mill's fortunes plummeted for a while after World War II, but the appointment in 1982 of which manager who would go on to achieve fame elsewhere in London saw the beginning of a revival for the Lions? Mill's fortunes plummeted for a while after World War II, but the appointment in 1982 of which manager 
would go on to achieve fame elsewhere, saw the beginning of a revival for the Lions. Right, so uh, Mill, that Mill, that Daily Mill's in there already, and he so's Darren. Mm-hmm. Um, Bobby in there? No, I will put, put him in now. Put Bobby in now. So that's what's that? Eight in it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine. Okay. Final oh, question. Final question then. And then we'll fucking get this working right next week. Don't don't worry. This one will be easy. So get ready with your fingertips, gents, because and ladies, this one will be fastest off the draw, okay? John Doherty was appointed Mill manager in 1986, and he guided them to the top flight of English football for the very first time. They began that debut division one season in 88-89 in remarkable style and actually led the table table in the opening weeks. Which future England striker played a big part in the club's fortunes during that period? (laughs) That's a tricky one. There we go. Darren's in. Bobby's already in. Dan, you're already in there, I think. Richard, in there. Uh, wall line 94. Yep. Is that the 10? That's 10. There we go. Thank God for that. We can start <laughs> doing that now. Thank God for that. I will sort out the proper, the proper quiz to make it work next week. Maybe, maybe we should, the international break, we should maybe try and get it perfect for that. Because obviously from next week, we've got games to yeah, I know, discuss. Yeah, we might need to test it at some point. Over, not oh, next yeah, week, but, yeah, yeah. but we might need to, to get it tested. We may be doing midweek, maybe doing midweek, like a Wednesday night or something, but we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. Right, okay. Tell us the names who are in. The, okay. Uh, so we've got Richard Lacey, Dan Riggs, Alex S, James Darcy, Lions Raw, Gaza, The Daily Mill, Darren Swan, Bobby, and Wall Lion 94. So um, I'm assuming this is for one ticket for... One ticket. One ticket um, for Thursday. It's Thursday. It is Thursday, yeah. So uh, to join us at the Bar and Webster, Tony Craig and uh, David Ford evening. Uh, you get to spend your evening with us. I don't know if that's lucky or not for you. Yeah, but you the get, win... <laughs> well, hang on, just before you do it, we're not paying for your transport. We're not paying for any accommodation. You make your own <laughs> way there. We're not paying for your beers. We're not paying for your food. We're not paying for anything. All we're doing is giving you a ticket. That's the terms and conditions. <laughs> and if you wish to accept, then, yeah, job done. Um, um, I'm just spun the thing, so it's doing it now. And the winner of the ticket is oh, it's gonna flick over the Daily Millwall. So the Daily Millwall, if you drop um the pod a message uh regarding sorting out whatever for the ticket, picking it up or meeting Mickey there or whatever, um well done. There you go. We'll do another one on Twitter tomorrow. Um to get rid of it that way. So yeah. Um, all good. Let's go back to there. So, where's my checkbook and pen? It's in the post. So, um, yeah, can you imagine that was? See, that was it. When it's Saturday nights back then, there was good things on the 
good things on a Saturday night. You had blankety blank and what else did you have? The best thing. Generation, the generation game. The best show for me, I mean, admittedly I was a kid, but I used to love Gladiators. Gladiators, the original Gladiators. Nothing for me. What you need to do is ask Stephen if he recorded that spin and then he can post it out on social later, but he probably didn't, but I would have done. No, I didn't record it. Um, I'm a law-abiding citizen. Uh, thank you very much, Jonathan. And um, now, if Joe yeah. was doing it, then yeah, you, I, I, would, <laughs> I would, I would, I would probably go with you there. Do you know what I mean, Jonathan? But no. So, um, but yeah, yeah, original, original gladiators. I've, 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 was it? Was it Big Break? Was it Big yeah, Break? I remember Big Break. Yeah, yeah. I've got a ticket already, but we'll say hello to you guys Thursday. Huh? Question is, will Stephen be wearing shorts? Uh, no, I probably won't be wearing shorts because it is getting a little bit colder now. Um, but Bullseye. Bullseye was a good one as well. Yeah, Bullseye was wicked. See, that'd See, be a good one, wouldn't it? Like, do a, qu- do a quiz one week with the old advert tunes. And the oh, old theme Or even the theme, theme songs for mm. anything. Yeah, theme songs for TV programmes would be wicked. Uh, let's have a look at what you could have won. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is, see, this is what happens when there's no Millwall. We've got nothing really to talk about. And again, for those that have stuck with us, thank you. Because it's just. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it's got you through your Friday night or your Sunday night. Or yeah. um, it's got you through the week listening to us on the, um, on the thingy. On Spotify. Yeah, it's always a speed bike, wasn't it? Or a kitchen. I don't know how you'd swap a kitchen like with your mate. Do you know what I mean? Who, who gets it? Does one have to pay more for it, or or what? I don't know. It's um, yeah, trying to think. The other Price is Right. Price is Right was another yeah. one back in the day. The American Price is Right was always a, a mad one, wasn't it? No house, house party <laughs> with the gotchas. I tell you what was good. Um, oh mate, with the with the clock fella. Oh, what's his name? He's got one hand bigger than the other. Um, Jerry Beadle. Game, um, game, no, laugh. What is it? Game, game of laughs? No, I can't think now. Someone will come into it. Um, Richard Lacey, both. Both of them. Um, I like both of them. I'll tell you another one. Fair, mate. That, and I would love to do this. I really, really, because you can do it in you London. Bet. You bet because- it would be good. The um, Crystal Maze, the original Crystal Maze with the guy who's from the Rocky Horror Show, Richard um, O'Brien. Yeah. You can do the Crystal Maze now in London. They've got like a room set up where you do the challenges and you go into the glass dome at the end. I would love to do that. I'm also going to do this because I know she commented earlier. She hasn't said anything, but I'm sure she'll be listening my mum had a go at doing the, um, you know, the dome at Crystal Mate in the Crystal Mate to get the tickets. She had a go. They had one set up at Blue Water, and she had a go at doing it, and she was absolutely terrible at it. So I've always said, if I get an opportunity to do it, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get hundreds of them. So yeah, um, yeah, random useless crap for the listeners there. But um, yeah, Crystal Maze, fantastic. Do you know what I might do on Twitter? As I might just do, as long as you're following us. Just tell us why you want the ticket. I think that will be the one rather than, or, or a really easy question. I don't know yet, but yeah, something. But yeah, Jerry Bean had a very small one on the other end. It was quite big. Oh, boom, boom. 
<laughs> go on, then. we got we got ten minutes. We got about five ten minutes before we go. Give us your best joke, but it's got to be clean. Your best dad joke. Let's um, let's see what it was. Give me give me a couple of minutes and give me yours, mate. <laughs> um, what is mine? I don't know. I can't think of one in a minute. I'll think of one. Someone someone will put one in the comments. But yeah, I mean, and uh, and obviously elite predictions. So um, yeah. I'll tell you one day, I'll have to put the video on here, that guy from the, the radio show from YouTube and TikTok, where they do the, the nicknames. Have you seen that? They no. Nicknames. And um, there was a, um, they talk about, you know, there was a fella with a, um, with a limp and he was called the Sniper's Nightmare. Um, oh, there you go, Stephen. Did get my email. He's giving you his email address there. Uh, what? Who? Bobby is. I think he wants to come on. Who are you? That's fine if he can drop me an email. I did email him, so. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, we did get his in. Mm. Um, there you go. I don't know 25 letters of the alphabet. I don't know why. <laughs> Oh, dearie me. There we go, Trevor. God, that's so bad. There you go. There's a question for you. We'll we'll get it out. So, yeah. Um, What is your worst? What is your worst meal routine? We're finishing that. What year was your worst? What was your worst meal routine? There you go. Get that into us. Yeah, the the other one sort of thingy was there was a guy called um, Kef. I think it was um, Kef. And the fellow went, um, I called him that for years. No one didn't know why. And then it turned out because he only had one eye. So they took the eye out of Keith. And that's what they called. That's what they called him. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, there was like, I'll find it. And I sent it to you in the group. But, yeah, um, there was some thingies there. Um, so these are all good questions. See, Bobby, you should have come to us before. Then we could have had these in. So the next, the next international, you see, we're lining up all the contents for the next international show or the next show. So we can we can do some of these. But I think we're pretty much done. And maybe, uh, uh, yeah, it's a good call. Got to have Stephen McPhil in there. Oh, there we go. There's another joke that my mate hates his surname Potato. Not as much as his wife Jackie does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was one spider. Because you, there was one spider. There was one called Spider because he bought four pairs of jeans. Wife told uh. me to get in touch with my feminine side, <laughs> so I reversed the car into a tree. Oh God! Uh, Why don't eggs tell jokes? Because they crack up otherwise. Dearie me, I, I like that. I think we're done, aren't we? I honestly, I have. I, there is nothing I can add to this. I've got. I've got no jokes off the top of my head. There's just nothing working. We've got no meal. The quiz didn't work. 
were being accused of fixing the 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 results of the the uh uh the winner and now we've moved on to bad dad jokes. That's it. Listen, mate, this this is content what you will not get from any other Millwall show. Oh no, no. Well, I don't listen, this is content you'll get from no show out there. There's no way anyone on a Sunday night is listening to two people trying to put a quiz together like the the, the guys in the stream have or the guys in the chat have now. So you said bad um, jokes. Thanks for that. Yeah, no, look. That's it. Um was it I think it was Dan who said he was at the um he, it agree. was Dan that said he was at the uh charity night on Thursday. Yeah. I think it was him that said it. Yeah, if if you are Dan, come yeah, say hello. Yeah. yeah, come over and say hello. Um Yeah, you can't see us, so yeah. Uh, what do you mean you can't see us? He's watching well, us. Well no, I said you you can see what we look like, so you'll know what we look like when we get there. So yeah. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm just saying, you you know, <laughs> as in Dan knows what we look like, but we don't know what he looks like. Yeah, that's what I said. Dan, come over and say hello. Yeah, yeah, I knew that, but yeah, that joke's bad. <laughs> right, we're... I've got a Stevie Wonder teeth grater for Christmas. He said it's the most violent book he's ever read. <laughs> yeah, on, on that note. Um... On that note, we're all done, mate. <laughs> um, thank you very much for joining us. Remember to subscribe to uh, like, to comment, to um, tell your friends. And uh, we'll be back next week. Well, Friday next week. And that will be the uh, the Steve and his dad show, uh, Joe Zamba. That's it. We're done. Christ, I think I might have to edit this bit out. But anyway, we're done for another week. Thank you very much for joining us. Speak to you all again real soon. Hi, guys. Ad- adios. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.